Well, good morning, dear podcast listeners. It's a chilly one this January the 4th, 2023. And I gotta let the car warm up, so we'll intro this thing real <laughs> quick. You know, it's so funny. I didn't know exactly what I was gonna go into today, but the biggest thing on my mind that I've been witnessing out here in the real world is people are getting really... Well, excuse me. They're not getting. They've just blossomed with some anger a lot. We'll talk about that on this episode of 50 Years Later with Jim Bumgartner. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hatred. Hatred leads to suffering. That was from Yoda in Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. And it's a very true, true statement. And I'm glad that I'm proud of myself for not doing a Yoda impression that wouldn't be that great in saying that line, but it's very, very true, you know, and I think that's where we are. The title of this episode is, you know, why so angry? I can give you a million reasons why I think people are, uh, just topically, when you look at the things that are happening in the world around us today, between just the, uh, the talking heads out there, be it the media, the alternative media, the YouTubers and influencers on various social platforms, all beating the same drums, rumor wars and rumors of wars, the economic situation and inflation, and all those things. And those are plenty enough to get you mad. But I think the bigger thing is when we look at that comment from Yoda. And um, it's so true. I think, okay, let me preface it by saying that the anger that we're seeing really does stem from fear because we had a good solid year of fear that permeated all of society all over the whole planet every single bit of it no one was no one could escape the fear that came with the covid all the measures that were in place that were in your face um they, they solely were, of course, of course it was for safety. And I'm not going to go into that debate with you. Uh, my, my, my position is pretty simple. Uh, things just simply were not told truthfully in regards to the whole thing. From whatever side you wanted to listen to. I mean, it, and no one could because the facts of the matter were obscured a lot. And we were told to trust the entities that we had been taught to trust all of our lives. And, you know, it's nice when you can, but sometimes eh, it's not so easy to do, especially when things that are in your face don't make any sense. And no one's trying to help it make sense other than giving you something or an explanation that doesn't make sense. And so that fear, I think, now has transitioned into that next stage and it's bubbled oil over and uh, it's anger now. And I'll cite some examples that aren't talking head points on the, <coughs> excuse me, various boxes. You know, I've seen now two days in a row, two days in a row, one on a personal outing, the other one on the day job outing, where I'm seeing people really getting close to start swinging on one another over the most asinine things one could ever start swinging on someone over. Um, mainly being rude to one another. And rudeness, I believe, does stem from... Uh, hmm. 
people not agreeing, but also from some pent-up frustrations and fears that do turn into and boil out into anger. And the trick with that is everyone can put up a facade of anger and badassery. But one of the two is going to be more of the badass. And I think everybody's ready to try it and see what's going to happen. But yeah, I've seen that now. I've seen two instances in the past two days where it wouldn't have taken very much of a match. Not even the match striking itself, just a tiny spark. One little extra spark and people would have been going to Fish City. Now, in some ways, as an old Southern boy, you know, I understand that. You just get tired and you just take it out back. Settle your problem. Everybody got along. But boy, why? Because the, the predicates for those moments were really stupid. I mean, it was just, they were uh, basically rude comments that were fixing to lead to physical altercations. And it's like, we've got to figure this out, kids. So if you're listening out there in podcast land, I'd be curious to know where you have found yourself at this time. I know me, I'll be totally can you know, wide open candid with you. It's like my patience on many levels gets tried quickly. I don't like that. Now I've been known to be a hothead in my younger years. Um, not, not to that point where I go out looking for something to go swinging on or somebody to swing on me, but just it it's really gotten to that point now and I don't see it getting better I really don't I'm you know it's like I try to be a, a positive type guy when it comes to doing this podcast and the writings and all this other stuff but sometimes you just got to call a spade a spade and in this instance our society has just been pushed and twisted and and just pulled in so many emotional directions that were not of a positive setup. I mean, they were encouraging at all. That's why I want to do what I'm doing here. Believe me, it would be so easy, so easy to hop on the uh, the commentary bandwagon of just dissecting every single little headline that gets thrown out. And I watch these guys do it. Some of the bigger influencers out there online, they all do the same damn talking points ad nauseum it drives me nuts I just don't want to be a part of that conversation I listen to the conversations I pay attention to the conversations I watch both you know I, I watch and observe both sides of the equation on that but those lines are getting so blurred now it's automatically a side no doubt about it whichever one is a side a hard side but in the middle now is fused to where uh, I think both sides that are holding on to a side are starting to see that they're both right in certain aspects. And that leads to frustration. Because it's hard to, you know, if you're going to have a side, well, that means your side is right. The other side is wrong. But when both sides are seeing that in the middle, um, oh, God, we're both right on certain things that are... It's just crazy, man. It really is. But it does concern me. Because again, watching people, and I don't know what you're seeing, but I do know that on the roads when you're driving, 
people are less attentive, quicker to anger, and they do the same thing, say, in a store and walking around, very little eye contact, no smiles, and then you have to force both. And it does chip away at all that nonsense, and then people start acting like humans again, as humans should. Social creatures who enjoy being out and about. But, again, when you've got two years' worth of all the fear and speculation and political drama and trumped-up racism and all the divisive stuff, I mean, it's, it's pretty nuts. I mean, it really is, and that's really what's permeated the culture. Another thing I was thinking about this morning, a song that popped into my head, one of the more modern tracks, it's actually kind of old now, but, and it doesn't matter what it was. Um, the main thing it got me thinking about is when it comes to pop music today, the Top 40 stuff, and mind you, I don't really listen to Top 40 radio, because number one, there's really not a Top 40 radio station around here. Most of the ones are leaning heavily onto the, the classic stuff, the, uh, the hits, because they're, 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 they're a good bet. You know, uh, it's like people are going to be more inclined to listen to the hit music versus trying the new music. You know, that's, that's just it. So for, as far as a advertising platform, you want to keep people listening to the station. So you go with what you know is a hit because, well, people will be more inclined to not hit the button. But thinking about what is out there and what little bit that I'll, I'll kind of scan around to listen for, uh, which again, there's not much. But everything has as tribal beats to it. If you think about it, most of all this newer music in the past five, six years, it's all tribal in its sound. Lyrics don't matter. I'm not worried about that. It's whatever. But the underlying rhythm and beats are all tribal. There's no melody. No melody. I don't hear melody. Being a kid of the the 80s and the the glam rock hard rock heavy metal scene it um, there was still melody when you had the guitar gods man those solos were ripping but they had melody going on there it uh, but it's missing you know and again I couldn't tell you what's in primetime television now I have no idea um I just don't have an interest in it. And because of the last things that I recall were going in a direction I did, that just didn't interest me. They, they just weren't. They were pushing boundaries. Boundaries. And I've done that. I'll be honest. I mean, on the radio. Now, I never wanted to be one of those shock jock guys that would, you know, go, go for the shock versus just a good joke or a good bit. But I did have one instance way back in 94. Yeah, 94, early, early 95, where I got roped into a a spot where that was pretty much what they wanted for that particular station. And I did it, and I didn't like it at at all. And And it just, the jokes were flat as far as I was concerned. They were a little shocking in some ways. They were crude. Eh, but it's what that's what that particular place wanted. So I did it. And that's for all for the paycheck, right? And it was a terrible paycheck of that. 
I've never done it since, though. I threw that out the window. <laughs> no, I compromised once there. I'll never compromise there again. Luckily, though, they changed my name, so eh, you'd never know it was me. Unless you were really hardcore into knowing what my voice sounded like. But I don't know. It's like it's just really eating at me when it comes to the level of anger that you're seeing on the streets. It's different. It's not raging anger, okay? Uh, to kind of clarify the difference, the raging anger you would see, like we saw in that summer of love of 2020, as it's been called now, where people were rioting and burning down places all for the sake of justice? What? But, yeah, it's not that type of anger. It's a real seeded anger that I do believe stems from the fear that people have just been bombarded with. And the fear that came from the frustration of lack of information. And, I, gosh, it just, it's, it's crazy to observe. And, I, and again, my concern is that as we continue to go into 2023, the way the news cycle is now, whoo, son, it is ramped up, amped up, guns of the Navarro, Mach 10, everything is such a hot, topic or made to believe a hot topic no matter what it is like the most recent run from the Kanye West thing to now with the Andrew Tate arrest blah 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 it's all amped up to 50 and people are just they immediately jump on it but why wouldn't they they don't have any other alternatives everywhere you turn it's what you see if you're following the news cycles and again, when it comes to the entertainer, Amor Entertainment Spectrum, what do you got? The machine that was making this stuff for a very, very long time has given up on any semblance of artistic commentary. You know, everybody's offended about something. So it seems. People, real people, aren't. Those online tend to be. So it really is two worlds that we've formed. The real world of this three-dimensional five-sense universe and then the cyber world, which is equally three-dimensional, but actually more two-dimensional, honestly. Because you're looking at a flat screen, no matter what. I don't care what the visuals are doing on that screen. It's still a flat image. It's the illusion of a three-dimensional world. But all the senses don't get the opportunity to be used. Mainly because you don't actually feel anything other than the box in your hand. Or the keyboard on your fingers. Or a mouse in the other hand. So all the senses aren't really being used properly. I don't know. So I'm just kind of, this is a, I don't know exactly what this episode is. Other than just a commentary on watching that progression of fear leading to anger, anger leading to hate, and hate leading to suffering. And again, you see that all the time. I mean, every day, forever, there's always that sequence that plays out. But now it just seems to be like in bigger clouds. The bigger cloud of fear that permeated the globe for two years. To now transition into anger. And spilling over and tiptoeing into hatred. 
again, not just because of a label or something along those lines, but seeded to where it's just getting to that point. And a rock just bounced off my windshield. Thankfully, I don't see a crack. I don't know. It's just very disturbing. That's that's about the best way I can use it. Let me pass this big old truck. But I don't know, kids. I just want to do... And what I put out there, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna BS you with unnecessary positive thinking. I think that's nonsense. I think the power of positive thinking is a wonderful, wonderful tool and thing to be mindful of. But the whole fake it till you make it when it comes to positivity uh, is so phony. It drives everybody nuts. I mean, seriously, fake it till you make it. Well, what are you making? <laughs> be very clear about that. And then uh, that positivity you show from that regard. Okay, that's that's more genuine. I try to be as positive as possible in that regard. I know where I'm going and what I'm doing. And that's good. I can't say I've always been that way. Nope. It's just literally right now that I can tell you, for the first time in many, many, many years, that I really do have a clear-cut plan of action. And that I take every single day. This podcast being one of them. And again, if you've made it this far into this particular episode, God bless you. Because I know this one is kind of dry and boring. I'm just sharing what's on my mind this morning. Just from what I'm seeing. So let me think. What is the solution? Because if you're going to throw out a problem, I mean, at least be kind enough to offer an idea of a solution, a semblance of one. So what I think the solution is. The solution, I believe... It really is a one-on-one struggle. A one-on-one attempt at making the world a better place. And one-on-one is tough. When it seems like it's just you taking on the world or an idea or a cause, it can seem overwhelming. See, of course, you open yourself up to picking up other people to join you in the journey and the cause. But then there's the balance because inside of all of those people are individual human beings with their own thoughts, feelings, expressions, and things that they have to deal with on a daily basis that can impact the direct um, influence on what the mutual group is working on. And again, when everybody's wound up so tight, you can see where those fractures and fissions occur. So the solution. Well, I guess it would just have to be a personal challenge that I put out to you to personally challenge yourself to be mindful of where you are on that fear scale, where you are on that anger scale. Have you tiptoed into the world of hatred? And, of course, that always leads to suffering. Hmm. While Star Wars has went to hell thanks to Disney, (laughs) that right there, pre-Disney, really still rings true and is a message to chew on, seriously, like any good cinema should do for you. Yep, that's where we are. But let's let's spin it out of this. And if you're still listening, my wonderful dear listener, thank you very much for that. Uh, I want to share a little something. I've been uh, putting, uh, putting my mind into the official first book that I want to write. I've got so many notes and outlines and things I want to tackle and share but I've been smart about it in regards to ranking where I feel the effort is worthy of the attention of you. 
and the general population as a whole. Not that I'm looking for a hit, I'm just looking for something that has worth that can really benefit from the efforts. And again, 50 years later, I picked up some stuff, some observations, and some methods that really, really work. So if you're this deep in the podcast, you really are paying attention, and I truly do appreciate you. But I think this first book that I've been outlining really is going to be a fun one. I want to, t- I want to tackle the world of self-help, the pros and cons of it. Because it's actually, it's like any other form of entertainment when you get down to it. Or any other religion. Or any other hobby. If it entertains you and makes you feel good, invest in it. Whether it's buying a book or going to a seminar or whatever, invest in it. Put that donation in the plate. Buy that DVD. Buy the book. Buy the, uh, the merchandise. Whatever that makes you feel closer to it. But, inside of that realm, having really been deep into it over the past couple years now, and my own personal quest and searching, I found the, there's a lot of just, when you, when you get down to it, on the whole, the positive side of it, it actually really only has one simple message. That's where I stem my imagine, believe, and take action philosophy. Um, that's the positive side. That's the good stuff. It's the other stuffs that you added in by the entertainers who are presenting this to you where it gets interesting. And that's what you're buying. You're buying a personality because the message is simple. You know, oh, wow, there's a guy in front of me right now. Just kind of call this one. It's a black, looks like a Dodge truck with big giant wheels on it. And um, that's impressive. Uh, He just gunned it in a big old plume of black smoke ran out from from the tailpipe. Which is a custom one, by the way, so I guess he wanted to do that on purpose. But, boy, that was obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But that's the real-world perspective I'm giving you here, live on Highway 65 North. But, yeah, I don't know. I really want to tackle that subject, because I know there's got to be a lot more folks like me who have dived into that that self-help exploration. Because you just do want to get better at things, and the first thing you got to get better with is knowing who you are. And I think a lot of that that's out there... Oh, there's another big old plume of black smoke. Jeez, guy. Um, That you can get buried in it and not really gain anything from it. And if anything, it could be hurting you because of the motivations that are put forward by the presenter. I mean, if if you're on the journey of just bettering you, getting better at what you do, who you are, what you want to be, and getting your goals accomplished, you know, you've got a motivating trigger as far as why you're doing it. And there's not necessarily anything wrong with any of those things. It's like if you're going after money, okay, if you're going after the possessions, fine, uh, if that's what really motivates you. But I promise you this. If you actually get to the heart and core of what you're actually pursuing, the acquisition of those things is very, very, very low on the actual satisfaction scale. I'm going to kind of tackle that. But it'll be funny. (laughs) I know that doesn't sound like this is going to be a funny... No, it's going to be kind of funny. uh, Because it's a funny thing. Like most things. You can laugh and joke about anything. I don't care what it is. 
nowadays, of course, there's all kinds of backlash if you get funny because somebody gets their feelers hurt. Babies. I don't think babies even get their feelings hurt like people do nowadays. Well, this was definitely a very lackluster podcast from my perspective. I'm the one doing it. But I really wanted to kind of think about that with all the damn anger out there now. And I just really hope that you and I can do our part in calming that back down by offering people something better to do. Because it really is up to us on that individual one-on-one level. Because it's all we got. (laughs) Because <laughs> the folks that we're hiring by way of our votes, they're not doing a good job. And it'd be nice if we could fire them before their term expires. But that's not how it works. And as far as the media, again, traditional alternative, either one, they're not doing a very good job either. Because they're not really exploring anything other than what everyone else is. Some are hiding things. Some are denying things. Some are doing both at the same time. Not productive at all. Not at all. And entertainment. My God, to all of you who are listening out there who are the creators, the musicians, the filmmakers, the storytellers, all of you, double up. Get those creations out there. Doesn't matter if they're bright or dark. Get them out there. The world needs you. Now more than ever. The paycheck, that's sure. We've been told how important that is. And you got to have it to live. But don't let that ruin your art. Because your art has a message that needs to be shared. Don't let the money hold you up. I don't. That's why I'm driving up the road. Talking into a phone. Making another episode of 50 Years Later with me. Jim Bob Have a good day, guys.